0: the low
1: Fast Line Fast Track, presented by Fast Line Media Group, your innovative consumer resource and marketing partner of choice for the evolving agricultural community. Now, here's your host, Brent Adams.
2: Welcome to Fast Line Fast Track, your behind-the-scenes look at Fast Line Media Group on our Fast Line Big Ag and Pink Tractor Publications. Well, it's episode number five already. Can you believe it? This week, we'll take you to the National Farm Machinery Show in Louisville, Kentucky, where we had the chance to talk with a number of the show's exhibitors about some of their new products on display at the show. We'll also catch up with Fast Line contributor Ryan Kister and Pink Tractor contributor Luella Gregory and we'll take you to the legend stage at the Ernest Tubb Record Shop in Nashville where great western singer Bobby Marquez will teach us about the cowboy way back on Fast Line Fast Track for the National Farm Machinery Show, and we've got a really special guest here, Jimmy Anderson, the National Sales Manager with Bushhog. You've heard the name for years, and they've got just a ton of great products, and uh, they've got a few new rollouts here at the uh, National Farm Machinery Show. Jimmy, welcome to Fast Line Fast Track. Thank you, Brent. So I understand uh, you've got single spindle, multi-spindle, and uh, zero turn are the hot items here at the National Farm Machinery Show this year. Uh, That is
3: correct. Uh, We have got a whole new line of single spindle. Uh, four different series that uh, we have just gone into production with or will be going into production with over the next six
2: months. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, tell us a little bit about those zero-turn mowers. I understand you guys, uh, I mean, you've been in it for a while, a couple years ago, redesigned it. Uh, what uh, gave you guys the impetus to, uh, to to take another run at this?
3: We just felt like there was an opportunity. That was a segment of our business that had, gone, had really gone flat, and we felt like, you know, redesign uh re you know reintroduction uh so we felt like again it was an
2: opportunity for us to to grow our business mm-hmm. and if you could tell us just a little bit about what those uh what, what some of the special features of those mowers are that uh, that, that make it stand
3: out in their class we have uh, three different series in the ZTs. Uh, one is an E-Series, e a C-Series, and a Z-Series, which is more of a, uh, a high-grade uh, high uh, homeowner into a commercial, even to a professional series. Mm-hmm. And Bush Hog has been the gold
2: standard for, for many years, uh, and since then uh, many competitors have come into the market and tried to do what you guys do. Uh, but, but what keeps you trying to stay one step
3: ahead? Well, the name... Name uh, is is so synonymous with rotary cutters, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a very special uh, company uh, just from the the roots of the people that uh, you know. It's uh, manufactured in Selma, Alabama, still in the same uh, facility that it was in 1951
2: when it was uh,
3: eventually when, when it was originally developed. Mm-hmm. So, being manufactured
2: here, you're also using I'm sure a lot of uh, parts that are sourced right here in the states. Uh, correct, we do. We so, do. So that's very important to a lot of our listeners, I know, that, uh, that they are buying American when they're buying Bush Hog. Exactly, exactly. So if people want to know
3: more about the product lines, where can they go? They can go to our website, of course, uh, bushhog.com, and uh, and they, we are also uh, introducing a new app here that they can go either to Apple or Google okay. to get the Bush Hog app.
2: That's excellent. Uh, anything that I'm not asking you that might bear mentioning? Well, you know, we uh,
3: we're, we continue to just grow every year uh, we have approximately 1400 dealers across america so we just ask that people uh, stop in and uh, check us out uh, we have a good quality product that uh, uh, is made by
2: good hard-working people for sure well jimmy anderson the national sales manager for bush hog i sure do appreciate you taking the time to talk with us on fast line fast track We'd love to have you back sometime to talk, uh, talk rotary cutters. All right. Thank you very much, Brent. All right. Thank you. <laughs> back at the National Farm Machinery Show on Fast Line, Fast Track with Taylor Grout, the sales and marketing manager for deutz Far North America, and uh, just on the heels of the unveiling of the new 6140 TTV tractor. A lot of buzz around this tractor, Taylor. Yes,
4: it is, and really there's a lot of excitement because we're introducing a whole new product that we really haven't had before. We had a little bit of a product gap, and now we're filling it, and it's that very important product gap, that heavy chassis tractor in that 120 to 140 horsepower range that's your real professional hay-producing tractor that's going to really develop and provide the features that people have been asking for that, man, we've kind of been struggling to provide. It's here now. Uh, global unveiling uh, indicates that we've got a brand new engine in this thing. A big four-cylinder, powerful deutz uh, far engine. You got a big, comfortable cab that's going to get up people up in there for long, uh, long working days. Close-center hydraulics, 32 gallons a minute of flow. We're talking big, powerful, professional machines here, and we're doing it at a very competitive price in the market.
2: Now, now tell us about that competitive price, where, where does it sit in the marketplace?
4: You bet. I mean, these machines, we're talking about a list price starting at about 99, uh, about $99,000 for a 126 horsepower, uh, again, a big, beefy, professional-producing machine, power shift transmission, big, comfortable cab, closed-center hydraulics, four-wheel drive, uh, four-speed PTO, four rear valves, all the features that are necessary in this particular segment of the tractors to go out there and get the work done on the farm.
2: And tell us about some of the creature comforts when you climb up in that cab. Well, you climb up in the cab, first off
4: you're gonna notice that every cab is suspended on the chassis. So you got a comfortable cab suspension, it's gonna isolate the noise and vibration from the rest of the tractor. It sits up high, you got a good bird's eye view with lots of glass all around you. Two large doors, air ride seat, I mean, air conditioning, uh, buddy seat in there to bring your little pal along with you with the seatbelt to keep them safe, uh, Bluetooth stereo, just all the, and all the controls and everything right around you, easy to recognize, easy to operate. This is the kind of tractor that anybody can jump up in, learn to drive, and be comfortable running it all day long.
2: And if people want to know more about uh, the product line, not just this tractor, but all the uh, wonderful tractors that you guys offer, how can they find out more about it?
4: Absolutely. Uh, first, I suggest try your nearest Deutz-Fahr dealer. We have a dealer locator online um, on our website. If you go to www.deutzfahrtamerica.com, locate your nearest dealer. We're also on all the social media sites, and we try and advertise and get out there. But come and see us. Find us online. Go see your nearest dealer, and we'd love to show you what we got.
2: That's excellent. That's Taylor Grout, the uh, Sales and Marketing Manager for Deutsch Far North America. Thank you, Taylor, for your time. Happy to be here. Thank you for coming. at the national farm machinery show with lauren sanderson senior marketing specialist with cds john blue company known as the pump company since 1886 and lauren welcome to fast line fast track
5: thank you i appreciate it
2: and so this you this time last year at the show you guys introduced a a two-inch poly centrifugal pump that's just done lights out and uh, now you're back with more
5: Yeah, we've seen a really good response uh, and reception to our 2-inch pump that we released last year. So we have been working on a 3-inch pump. We expect that sometime this year that will be tested and put out there. So we're really excited about that.
2: And one of the coolest things that uh, we know about the uh, CDS John Blue Company is that they produce pumps that uh, that just seem to stand the test of time. You were telling me earlier that in-house you, you have guys that just have uh, just uh, intimate knowledge of all these pumps, and uh, you get calls often from people who uh, just uh, uncover some old pumps, and uh, through their expertise, you can get those things working again.
5: Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that John Blue is known for is... Um, the longevity of our pumps and they really do stand the test of time. And it's really neat to have people calling in and, um, you know, they've discovered an old pump in their granddad's garage and they'll call in, get the parts for it, or we'll, you know, track down parts for it and they can get that pump, you know, up and going again. And that's truly is a testament to, Um, Our employees, I mean, we are really proud in the fact that our employees have been around at John Blue for a while. We've got people that have been here for 15, 20, 25 years. And I mean, we even have, you know, a guy in the shop that's, he's been there for 50 years. And that just truly, I think, says something a lot about uh, John Blue as a company and the type of service and, uh, you know, reliability that you can get with, you know, with a John Blue pump.
2: And for some of the, our listeners who may not be familiar with John Blue pumps, tell us a little bit about some of the applications uh, that, that you use your pumps for.
5: Um, well, God, just about everything. I mean, we've got our NGP, uh, our next generation piston pumps that are, I have heard people say, you know, the gold standard, the Cadillac of piston pumps. Um, we've got ground driven and hydraulic versions of of those pumps. We've got our, you know, our centrifugal pumps that can handle just about any, you know, any liquid out there, uh, we've got our diaphragm pumps that range from low to high pressure and anything from, you know, turf spraying to, uh, you know, clean and poultry houses and kind of anything in between. Um, and then outside of the pumps, we you know, we've got different things like our liquid blockage monitor, our flow monitors, our... Um, uh, let's see. I'm looking around here. Uh, we've got our impella cones and our orifice selectors. I mean, we really do have just about everything you need as far as um, you know your fertilizer application and delivery.
2: So, if anybody wants to learn more about the CDS John Blue company and its products, where can they go?
5: Um, they can go to cds-johnblue.com. Uh, We've recently added several new things to our website. Different pump setting calculators. We have we have a brand new online dealer locator where, uh, if you don't you know you don't need to call in, just go online, enter your zip code, and you can find you know a dealer uh, by radius to where you are. Um, we are also on the various social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at CDS John Blue.
2: Excellent. And we've been talking with Lauren Sanderson, Senior Marketing Specialist for CDS John Blue. Lauren, thank you so much for your time.
5: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
2: Next up on Fast Line Fast Track, uh, we sit down with Emily Schmidt with Sukup Manufacturing Corporation out of Sheffield, Iowa. And they are here at the National Farm Machinery Show. Uh, Sukup makes grain bins, hopper bins, uh, stirring machines, fans and heaters, and uh, a bunch of other products. And they also have a really cool uh, humanitarian uh, project that they're working on that we're going to talk with. So, Emily, welcome to Fast Line Fast Track.
6: Thank you for having me.
2: So, most people uh, who, who drive throughout the country in uh, in the heartland have seen the Cup name on on grain bins and so forth. And uh, what they might not know is that you guys reach out beyond the borders of the United States and have a really cool project going on with Safety Home. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing with that.
6: Yeah, so uh, the company was started 55 years ago by my grandfather, Eugene. And uh, I came back eight years ago after law school. And something that's always been... uh, with Sukup is that we're here more to make an impact of the world, not just sell products. And that was started from my grandfather and um, using our God-given talents there. And so we, after the earthquake in January 2010, in Haiti, then um, we came and came up with the solution. Our safety director emailed Steve Sukup saying, you know, how about bin homes for disaster relief? A year and a half later uh, we have an 18 foot diameter converted home out of a grain bin uh, we have a double roof system so it's cooler inside because we know that's the first question that farmers has is it's hot yeah. and normal the grain bins are but we have our double roof system and cupola uh, to make it 10 degrees cooler inside and they're all over the world so we're in Peru, there uh, are 300th one just went to Haiti, uh, and then also a refugee camp in Uganda.
2: And. Uh Prior to being approached by that that group to do that, had had there ever been any thought of doing anything like this with your grain bins?
6: No, the reason that it got brought up was our safety director wanted to build a home out of a grain bin, and so he had been walking around the plant and thinking how he would use certain features, and so he never did build a home out of a grain bin, he did it out of a barn, Uh, but the seed was right there planted in his head of how would he use our grain bin for a home.
2: That's excellent. And you were telling me, just before we started talking here, that you had actually have gone on mission trips and built these yourself.
6: Yes, this past July, I got to go down to Haiti with my husband and also Ken with GoServe Global. Uh, GoServe Global is the nonprofit uh, that was started by a customer of ours who's really taken uh, the safety home effort and really just done so much impact. And we also brought Sage Rosenfels, who's an uh, ex-NFL player and ex-Iowa State, player uh, down there, and so we we got to build ones. Uh, It takes only six hours to build, even with hand tools, and I say, you know, if I could do that, which I did, and just use hand tools, anybody could build that in a day.
2: Uh So, uh, what's next with that project?
6: I think the biggest opportunity is um, the refugee camps. Uh, What we're hearing is, you know, we want to help, and if we don't, if they can't come to the U.S., we want to go to them. Uh, There's lots of security issues at refugee camps, and it being a lockable door and uh, made of steel—that's uh, really a good solution for refugee camps.
2: Uh, and uh, what about uh, outside of the humanitarian, the, uh, the the practical uses here on the home front for for uh, these shelters?
6: Yeah, we've been um, talking about maybe just transitional places. So when there's a disaster that is struck uh, somewhere, instead of you have these makeshift trailers, but uh, you could trans a 10 safety homes within that trailer so they could have 11 could have had 11 uh, homes there
2: excellent so Outside of safety home, what else is new for 2019 with your company?
6: Well, we got a new air systems um, control system there that's going to be big uh, that farmers are really going to like and it's going to open up some options there. We have a nice mixed flow dryer that was uh, really came into the market last year, uh, but we've had great results on the mixed flow and you can go to our booth and see a mini model of it of how it's uh, being used and it's uh, just a unique solution that we thought of in-house and uh, luckily it's been well received
2: for anybody that wants to find out more information about your product where can they go
6: uh they can go to sukup.com, key.com, sukup.com or follow us on twitter and fa- facebook as well
2: okay super uh, we've been chatting with emily schmidt uh, with sukup and emily thank you so much for your time thank you at the National Farm Machinery Show and it's a pleasure to uh, welcome in this time not actually on the phone Ryan Kister the uh, the host and creator of How Farms Work on YouTube Ryan welcome in thanks for having me Brent uh, it's good to actually be sitting face to face with you for a change we've done a yeah. couple phone interviews and uh, you were on the inaugural podcast talking about uh, how farms work and uh, now you're down here on our turf checking out things at the National Farm Machinery Show oh yeah it's good to be back here again you're a busy man oh yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah in the midst of that, we've also been talking about another project that's going to be coming soon to FastLine.com, uh, uh, going to uh, kind of break down uh, some of the ways that uh, you can get on FastLine.com and, and use it to find the products that you're looking for with the Fast Find feature. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you've got in mind, what uh, what, what you're going to be working on. Uh, so our, for our next project,
7: um, kind of what I'm thinking about doing is looking up on FastLine a uh, grain cart that would suit our operation. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, we're using two different grain carts to Ferry from the field to the semi. And it can be kind of tedious with handling two tractors, two wagons, and a whole bed. So kind of what we've been tossing around is the idea of going and getting one larger grain cart, then we can kind of cut our labor in half. Um, Someone can be running the semi, one person can be running the grain cart, and then one person can be running the combine. And and that would suit our operation because we really only have three of us working on the farm at any time. Uh,
2: And if anybody has been following uh, how farms work on you, YouTube, uh, that see that you've gotten into a pretty labor-intensive project uh, with the uh, semi. Oh yeah,
7: it's been, ooh, it's been like a two-month project working on that. But it seems to be going uh, pretty well. I'm learning a lot about semis. Uh, basically, when we first bought it, I really didn't know all that much about it, and uh-huh. um, I've really learned a lot. It's a good
2: educational experience. Sure, sure, a- and. As as much of what you do on a day-to-day basis. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, it shows when you uh, get on and and uh, you do those videos. Uh, you- kind of take people behind the scenes and and get to show them your mind a little bit and uh, uh, a little bit about the work that you get into on a daily basis. Oh yeah. People have been asking me to highlight
7: certain projects about the semi. Some people want me to focus on working on the bearings, wheel seals, and stuff like that. So I try to include as much of it as I can, just a brief description of what we change and uh, why we might be doing it. Uh, uh,
2: And I've noticed in in looking at some of the comments on there, uh, people are are often real quick to uh, interject their their opinions, their uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you get a lot of free advice, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, laws and regulations vary widely throughout the
7: United States. So sure. someone in one area might say, hey, this is this is either illegal here or illegal. Uh-huh. And uh, for us, it kind of varies. So uh-huh. you just kind of have to take things with a grain of salt yeah. and uh, see, check for yourself, you could say. Yeah. So what else is on the uh, horizon for How Farms work? Um, I've been preparing for uh, this coming year. I'm getting ready for planning. That's kind of, first and foremost, we're getting ready for planning. Uh all the financing with the government shutdown that's been looming over us. Uh, we've been trying to squeeze financing through there, and uh, I'm not really sure where the situation stands on that. It's the, the current moment, uh-huh. but uh, it's just something that we've been keeping an eye out for. Okay. And um, another project that I'm working on as of right now is uh, another video for my channel, which is Why Are Barns Red? Uh-huh. And uh, I think that might be something that people might kind of find interesting yeah that's awesome
2: some of the stuff that people just don't think about yeah uh, really fascinating yeah definitely well Ryan thank you again for making the time with us today and uh, I just want to remind everybody make sure you go check out How Farms Work on YouTube check out his uh, Facebook uh, uh, page with that go to howfarmswork.com and also uh, uh, make sure you check back at fastline.com as we get some of this new content with ryan up uh, we, we want to make sure that we share that with everybody and that they can uh, see the latest products as as uh, ryan shows you how you can make the best use of fastline.com so ryan thank you so much for your time thanks again brent all right back on Fast Line Fast Track at the National Farm Machinery Show. Uh, Another special guest here, Gordy Brower, the National Sales Manager with MDS Manufacturing Company Incorporated out of Parkston, South Dakota. Uh, They brought a number of new products here to showcase at the National Farm Machinery Show. And Gordy, welcome to Fast Line Fast Track. Thank you, Brent. I appreciate you having me. So uh, you guys are into skid steer attachments and uh, a bunch of other manufactured products here. Tell, Tell us a little bit about what you guys are bringing to the National Farm Machinery Show here?
8: Well, we've been coming to the National Farm Machinery Show for about 25 years, consecutive. Uh, This year we have our largest booth that we've ever had. It's a full 20 by 70 and we have it jam-packed with some uh, favorite products year over year. Um, We're a manufacturer of skid steer attachments and buckets, uh, buckets and and, uh, pallet forks for wheel loaders, telehandlers, tractor loaders. Um, I would say that 80 percent of our typical customer base is egg related so this show is very important to us, and we've got a lot of good dealers in the area. We have a phenomenal distributor in Columbus that does a great job for us, so it's important for us to be here and uh, represent them and represent our own company and in our employees and our products. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's one of those shows that we don't even second-guess. It's just something that we're going to be part of. And, and for those
2: who like to listen to interviews like this and kind of get it as a litmus test for what the market looks like what, what are you guys seeing in terms of the uh, uh, the strength of the market uh, in early 2019 well January uh,
8: was um, our first month for our year and we were we were about 40 percent uh, our sales were about 40 percent over January of 2018 and we beat our forecast by about 28%. Mm-hmm. So we had a phenomenal month. But up in our area, too, some of the things that drive our business is snow. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of snow this year, and we, we are continuing to have a lot of snow. And that brings out people that are looking for our snow pushers, which is a high-dollar item for us. Um, it's it's um, And it fits on just every category that you and I talked about earlier have a pusher, a snow pusher, that will fit on anything from a skid steer all the way up to a wheel loader. So it's a versatile product. It, it can be used year-round, but 95% of the people that do buy a pusher are buying it for snow. And we do have a couple
2: here if anybody wants to see what they look like. Okay, super. What are some of the other new products that you've got in the booth here at the National Farm Machinery Show this year? About a year ago, we had one of our uh, good dealers
8: in Colorado ask us to start working on a heavier uh of a square bale stabber for the square bales, large square bales that they put up out there. And we worked with this guy and a couple of his customers, and we determined the right size and what this thing needed to look like and how much it needed to weigh and what it needed to handle. And so we have here, which isn't, which isn't necessarily a good product for this market, but it's a good product for this show because it is brand new. We'll get some traction of it with, with other shows, but we have our our heavy duty extreme square bale stabber. It has five C2 tines in it, which in the stabber tine industry is the heavier duty tine. It's the inch and three quarter tine by forty eight inches long, and it's uh, mounted on a three and a half by three and a half inch square tubing. And um, it'll handle anywhere's up to from from one square bale up to three, and as wide as eight feet. So that's that's something. That that's going to work out very good in that market out there, and it's just going to add to the suite of products that we already have for our square bales uh, handling. Anyway, then we have a um, we have a brand new Class Three um, rail style pallet fork system for wheel loaders with a clamping device or a thumb or a grapple, if you will. And this was, um, this was one of those things that kind of had a, a little bit of a sad story behind it. There was a, there was a company um, in Wisconsin that was handling some material, and it kind of got away from them, and there was a little bit of a worksite accident. And the, uh, they came to us and said, look, we have to come up with something a little bit better, more safe a little bit more confidently than anything else that's out there so that, you know, we don't, we don't continue to have this problem. So out of necessity, we were able to uh, work with them and, and with their dealer to come up with this, this system that you can haul, you can haul some fairly heavy loads Mm -hmm. that could be uneven and safely was the, was the, the big part. And it, was one of those things where you know we felt that if we can do it for them then we can do it for others so we have one here and it's uh, it's a it's a nice piece that looks really, really good in the booth and we're, we're proud to be part of that and, and hopefully we can help make a difference in, in uh, making material handling even a little bit
2: safer. So for the folks who couldn't make it to the National Farm Machinery Show, how can they get up up close and personal with these products? Well, we've got a phenomenal website,
8: mdsmfg.com I've got thousands of pictures there our entire 24-page brochure is, is there uh, including those two items that we just discussed. Uh, for our dealers, I have our entire 92-page catalog price book that's there. So uh, all kinds of resources on our website, um, all of our ads. Uh, you can locate our dealers. You can look at our trade show schedule. And of course, we, we We advertise with FastLine, and and a lot of our products can be seen in in, uh, all of their publications. Um, We use about half of the FastLine opportunities when it comes to print, and it it fits our market, and, and it gets into the hands
2: of the people that we want it to be into certainly do appreciate that. And Gordy Brower, National Sales Manager for MDS Manufacturing, we sure do appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fastline Fast Track.
8: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, invitation, and it's always good to get out and walk around
2: and see what's new here as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Gordy, and uh, you're welcome on anytime. Perfect. Thank you. Back on Fastline Fast Track, uh, we're talking now with Jeremy Hughes, the Product Manager for. Mapleton North Dakota based horse They are launching some new products here That they're talking about at the National Farm Machinery Show including the Avatar Single disc reel and the Maestro RC mounted planner Jeremy welcome to Fastline Fast Track Yeah thank you very much for having us so uh, some exciting new products coming down the pike
9: from Horse? Yes. Um, we've got uh, two new products that we're showing off here at National Farm Machinery Show this year, like you'd mentioned with the Avatar and with the uh, Mounted Maestro RC. Uh-huh. So
2: tell us a little bit about the Avatar. Uh, what, what's new uh, compared with the other uh, disc reels that you guys have, and uh, what, why should people be taking a
9: look at this one? Well, for us, um, when it comes to seating, this is our entrance into the North American market with single-disc drill technology. So we've done a few things different uh, compared to what competitors have done on single-disc drills. We are using a compound angle on the actual opener, using some different technologies to eliminate bushings and different pivot and wear points in the machine. And then also, too, having a more compact unit at 40 feet. We're only 12 foot wide when we go down the road with this unit, which is huge, especially the further east that you get. Uh, Another big advantage. That we have with the unit uh, compared to some of the other products that are on the market would be that it has two tanks on it. Mm. So we're getting a lot more guys in the south here talking cover crops. And yeah. I know one of the big issues that guys have had with cover crops has been trying to get their blends correct, you know, trying to get everything metered out correctly. And we're able to split those up. Guys can meter them independently, a lot easier to do the cover crops. Guys looking at them for doing soybeans with, kind of as the backup to the planter,
2: and then also we're doing winter wheat with as well. Mm-hmm. And tell us about the preparation, the planning, and the engineering that goes into a product like this, because the, the, there's a lot that goes behind this, a, a, a lot of time in the field testing just to make sure it is absolutely correct before it goes on the market. Absolutely. So the
9: Avatar project would have began at our home base over in Germany now have been about five six years ago so we, we've been tinkering with single disc technology now for over 10 years on the backside and we've started doing some product releases here would have been about four years ago over in, in Europe and primarily today when we look at our main no-till markets uh, being more like in France and some of those areas and in the, in the UK um, the technology has really taken off there well for us and for us as a company here in North are being the North American arm of Horsch, Uh, We take that European technology and then, for lack of better words, domesticate it. We put it it into an American skin. So we're using the opener, uh, using the metering technology, the electronics technology from Germany. But when we bring it here, we put it into 40-foot configuration, 10-inch spacing. We make it an American unit. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the uh, the Maestro RC. Okay, the Maestro RC is our uh, new product launch here that we've got at National Farm Machinery Show in 2019. Uh, This is our entrance into the mounted planter market here in North America. Uh, We started in the planter business back in 2011 globally, and we introduced our first North American built units here back in 2013, pull-type units. And after getting uh, market set up with those, we see a lot of potential out there for improvements in the mounted planter market. So... Uh, we embarked on testing and starting to do work with that here about two years ago and having our full product launch here at National Farm Machinery Show with units available for 2019.
2: And how much does the feedback that you receive from uh, the folks that show up at shows like this factor into how the product evolves over time? Absolutely. I mean, we're very, very keen on listening to customers and really
9: getting a feel for what's going on on their farm, not only now, but what they're think- thinking in the future. So it's a lot of the things that we uh, It was interesting just to give you an example of that, we ran some of the prototype avatar uh, units in Tennessee here a couple of falls ago. And uh, the gentleman that um, had ran it on his farm come by the booth and all of a sudden looks over and says, wow, that's something that I wanted. That's something that I wanted, you know, as far as changes. So uh, it's always fun to, to get that feedback because at the end of the day, I mean, the, the customer is is who pays our bills, and uh, who we want to be able to provide the best product to. Uh, How did you arrive on testing it in Tennessee? Um, That's where I grew up at. So living in North Dakota, um, I guess to make a long story short, we took a family vacation, and I brought a drill with me on family vacation. (laughs) Uh, Some people go to the beach. (laughs) I go to the the field. But No, the reason why we brought it down was it was, number one, focusing in on um, guys talking about doing winter canola. Mm -hmm. So now it's been a big topic down in this part of the world. Uh, seeing how we could do that. We performed very well doing that. Also getting into the cover crop thing with the two tanks that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And then also really pushing the residue levels, too. So when you look at, like, no-till as a practice here in North America, I mean, you look at Kentucky, you look at Tennessee, I mean, that's where a lot of that started at. Mm -hmm. So to get back into that prime area, again, you know, with higher residues and more, you know, I would say um, more uh, refined no-till, um, it was fun to bring it into those environments and test them. We tested it in Louisiana, we tested it in Tennessee, uh, up through the Dakotas, up into Western Canada. So it's. Been over some acres uh-huh. as far as the prototype unit goes. Any upcoming shows that uh, beyond the National Farm Machinery Show that, that folks can be looking for your products? Right now, I would say probably the next big show that we would have here in the in the Midwest would be uh, for Farm Progress Show okay. you know, coming up this fall. Uh, we do have uh, several launch events regionally mm-hmm. uh, for the Maestro and then also for the Avatar, and then we'll have these units in the field uh, at our farm. In by Bloomington, Illinois. Okay. Uh, we set up a new marketing farm there last year by Downs. It's just a little bit southeast of Bloomington, Illinois. And here the last two weeks of July, uh, that we'll be having field days there. And we'll be having the Avatar. We'll be having the RC, our maestros, some new things that I can't tell you about right now that'll be in the field. So it'll be, uh, be a fun time in the dirt getting machines out customers getting a chance to really see what's going on with them in the field a little bit of a
2: teaser i like that absolutely so uh, more, to, more to come yeah, so so if people want to find out more about uh the, your whole product lineup where can they go right now
9: www.horse.com we'll lead you into all the products that we have we also are on facebook and twitter
2: okay sounds good well that's jeremy hughes the product manager for horse uh, go and check them out and uh, we sure appreciate you coming on fast line fast track thank you very much for having us all right, thank you yep back on Fast Line Fast Track. We've got a special guest here, Luella Gregory, who is at the National Farm Machinery Show on behalf of Pink Tractor. She's the program director with Agriculture Education on the Move, and she also has a cookbook out. And uh, modern ag food facts are in this cookbook. She uh, works a lot to, to promote agriculture a farmer herself well welcome to the program
10: yes thanks for having me
2: so tell us a little bit about this cookbook you've got out
10: sure so grew up on a farm have farm roots Um, we all recognize there's a lot of misconceptions in agriculture there's fewer of us farming so i decided to combine my love and passion for cooking and ag education so this this cookbook sheds light on modern ag and and food production around recipes and cooking
2: so tell us what goes into putting together a
10: cookbook (laughs) lots and lots of work Uh but really it's about heart and passion and i hope that shows through with the cookbook Um, i'm named after my grandmother Uh, my son is the sixth generation on our family farm so i wanted those farm values to come through the cookbook um, but also wanted you know people who who have farming roots but maybe their aunt or uncle in the city that don't to get something out of the cookbook so that it's really an educational experience and and hopefully a heartfelt one
2: how long did that process take
10: I started this uh, about four years ago. I started compiling some of my family recipes and stories and, and food facts, and so it's been a, a labor of love. Um, so so certainly happy to see it in hand and yeah, available.
2: For sure. About how many recipes are in there?
10: There's about 150 recipes, um, lots of great photos, but it also, I hope that readers feel that it's more than a cookbook. There's lots of farm stories, food production facts that uh, that hopefully that make it a great experience.
2: Um, so tell us a bit about your families farm
10: so my my father uh farms full-time he's a row crop farmer my husband and i are more diversified we have cow calf operation also row crop and hay um so that's you know a big part of our life every day
2: and you're in missouri
10: we are we're in northeast missouri
2: okay so what uh, tell us about your work with uh, agriculture education
10: on the move yeah, so Ag Education on the Move is, is a hands-on interactive experience. Uh, we wanted young people to understand and appreciate agriculture, so through Missouri Farmers Care, we planted seeds, we developed a program where we have passionate people come in as a guest educator and uh, talk about agriculture so that young people can understand how farm families impact their everyday life.
2: Well, we know you're certainly passionate <laughs> about it, and you're also a contributor to Pink Tractor, so we appreciate that uh, that you do that because I know a lot of uh, women really uh, look to your uh, your your guidance on some of these issues and uh, uh, the fact that you're out there at the forefront I think means a lot
10: yeah thanks so much
2: so we'll, we'll let you get back I know you're uh, starting to build a line here for your autograph session here so uh, that's Luella Gregory and uh, make sure you check out uh, her cookbook Luella's Farm Kitchen if they want to find out more where can they go to find that out
10: sure check us out on social media we're at farm Facebook but also uh, Luella'sFP.com so just find us on there
2: excellent well thank you thank much, you. Luella have a great day
10: you do the same thanks yeah.
2: Back on Fast Line Fast Track at the National Farm Machinery Show, we are with McFarland Ag Manufacturing Sales Manager, Norm Burgesson. And Norm, uh, you've got a lot of buzz around your booth as well today. Tell us a little bit about what you've got here. Well, we're using the uh, the
1: show to introduce our brand new 51-foot InSight Universal Tillage Tool. We first introduced the uh, InSight Universal Tillage Tool four years ago at this very show, and immediately we were being contacted by the big high horsepower growers asking for a wider unit. At the time, uh, we went up to 40 feet, but uh, they were asking for something up to 48 feet. So our engineers went, went to work, were hard at it for the last couple of years, and uh, did a redesign. So it's not just as simple as adding an extra four or five feet on the end of each wing because of the extra weight and some of the extra stress. They had to rethink it, so there's some changes to the frame some changes to the cylinders, changes to the tires, a few other things as well. And then, you know, because of the, the significance of the of that weight and the way it operates, we had to do some extensive field testing with the new model. So that went on the last two years, and um, everything worked great. The, the guys that were doing the testing for us were very happy with the way it performed, and now we're, we're excited to be showing this for the first time ever at the National Farm Machinery Show here in Louisville in 2019.
2: So what else can consumers expect out of McFarland for the rest of 2019? Well, we've got three or four
1: new products that we're working hard right now doing field testing with and, and trying to finalize. So I'm here to tell you we're going to have some new things to show. I can't, can't tell you what they, are, what they are right now, but we have some new things to show at the Farm Progress Show at the end of August, and we'll have a couple of new things to show here in Louisville next year at this time.
2: And that's what we in the business call a teaser. So we, we want to keep people coming back, and if they want to find out more about what you guys are doing, where can they go to get that information? Well,
1: you can go to our, our website, uh, www.flexhero.com, and we've got all the information all the the latest and greatest stuff coming out of McFarland you can download product information literature brochures um, there's some great videos on there, too, if you want an up-close look at some of the stuff running through the field. Uh,
2: also, we want to uh, let you guys know that you can see video on some of this great McFarland equipment at FastLine.com. Again, go to FastLine.com to see video. Uh, we understand there's at least 30 seconds worth of video there, maybe may, maybe more. I hear there's some there's some bonus video on there. So uh, uh, we sure do appreciate you uh, coming on, and uh, we'd love to have you come on when it's time to uh, release those next products.
1: Sounds great great we appreciate everything you do for us too
2: all right back on fast line fast track we have tracked down a namesake tractor here the fast track from jcb and we've got the uh, fast track uh, sales manager bruce mustard with us bruce hey thank you for taking the time to talk to us about
11: uh, our namesake tractor here No, not at all. Thanks for having us, and thanks for stopping by here at Louisville. So, yeah, we're stood in front of our Fast Track 8330, so it's our largest tractor in the range. A little bit about the Fast Track, as the name suggests, it it goes fast. So we've got a 43 mile an hour road speed on there that, you know, comes from suspension all around uh, and all-wheel disc brakes with ABS. So as we were talking about a little bit ago, you know, interesting thing about this, the, a lot of the technology that's used on this tractor is actually used on a high-speed backhoe that the military buys. So they buy a backhoe from us called the Hemi that does 60 mile an hour. So keep up with convoy speeds. So, so that's a pretty interesting thing on there. Um, we've had a lot of success with these tractors recently with custom, custom operators out there. So looking for that high-speed in-between fields. But then also with the suspension they got that comfort to go a little bit faster in the fields
2: sure
11: and aside from just the high speeds talk a little bit about the creature comforts in the tractor and just what it delivers out in the field yeah so the tractor is packaged in with a two range cvt transmission so you've got that continuously variable speed adjustment on there suspension front and on the rear axle so massive comfort for the tractor for the operator and then up in the cab you've got all the creature comforts that everybody expects nowadays so leather seats cooled refrigerator drawer led work lights all the way around so really a high spec tractor giving the operator everything that he wants and if people want to learn more about the fast track where can they get more information yeah exactly so if they want more information they just head on to jcb.com follow the links through to the agricultural products there'll be more information pictures brochures videos on the fast tracks on there. And then it's also got the dealer locator, request a demo and all that stuff. So
2: again, that's jcb.com. And this is Bruce Mustard, the fast track sales manager for JCB. And Bruce, we thank you for taking the time to talk with us.
11: Thanks very much for having us.
2: And now we head to the Legends stage at the Ernest Tubb Record Shop 417 Broadway in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, where we catch up with Bobby Marquez, who's made quite a name for himself over the past few years singing good old Western music and traditional country music the way it was meant to be sung. Last week, he performed at the San Antonio Rodeo, and he's up for two Academy of Western Artists Awards, which will be presented March 14th at Texas Christian University. Before we chat with Bobby, we want to let you know that if you're in or around Texas, you can catch him out Thursday, March 7th at the Floresville. Opry in Floresville, Texas, and the Billy Bowles AWA Pre-Jam in Fort Worth. And just a quick side note, if you love what you hear out of Bobby, make sure you check out Billy Bowles Swinging Country every Saturday morning from 10 to noon Central on KSSL-FM in Lubbock, Texas. Billy's a big supporter of Western music, traditional music, and he's been a big supporter of mine. And you can stream his show live at ksslfm.com. We also want to let you know about a couple other events coming up involving past and future lines guests. Mary Cutter, who will be on an upcoming episode of Fastline Fast Track, will host Kentucky Takeover Night at 10 Roof on Demumbrian in Nashville on Thursday, March 14th at 7pm. Then the next night, with the SEC Men's Basketball Tournament in town, Dustin Collins will be hosting a big Kentucky Takeover event featuring a huge slate of Kentucky artists Friday, March 15th at the Marathon Music Works in Nashville. It'll feature Sonora May, Jericho Woods, James Sane and the Shoeshine Boys, Timmy Dunn, Everett, St. And of course, Dustin. Then our buddy Wade Jennings has a couple big gigs in the works. He'll be at John Schneider's Bose Extravaganza in Holton, Louisiana on April 7th and 8th, sharing the bill with Kid Rock and others. The following weekend, he follows the Dukes of Hazard contingent to Bakersfield, California for the Muscle Kings Car Show, where he shares the bill with Kit Moore, Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots, Parmalee, Tom Wopat, Cooters Garage Band, and Tom Solis. So if you're anywhere near any of those shows, make sure you go out and catch them. Also, our friends J.D. Shelburne and Kevin Jaggers have some dates coming up at Blake Shelton's newest Old Red Honky Tonk in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. JD will be there Friday, March 8th from five to seven 30 PM. And Kevin will be there Friday, March 22nd from 1130 AM to 2 PM. And JD has a three day residency at Gilly's dance hall at Treasure Island hotel and casino in Las Vegas. If you happen to be out there, that's running February 28th through March 2nd. But without further ado, now we take you to the legend stage, Ernest Tubb Record Shop, where we check in with Bobby Marquez. And now we're back at the legend stage, Ernest Tubb Record Shop, the original home of the Midnight Jamboree, 417 Broadway in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, man, we're just so proud to uh, welcome to this stage today, uh, just the legendary Bobby Marquez. Bobby, thank you Brand so man. much. Thank you so much for having me today. And we're to begin with Bobby Marquez, man you've had a huge past 12 months culminating in a recent nomination for the pure country album of the year by the academy of western artists for the album the cowboy way and for your pure country traditionalists out there that's a tremendous honor <laughs> it
0: right. is I tell you what i you know it's, it's a great honor uh you know because all the radio stations are actually doing all the voting so i mean that's just to me that's just uh, uh, that's one of the the great things that an artist can do, man is To get some, somebody to play For somebody, some radio station to
2: play your music, man It's awesome And you're also up for Pure Country Song of the Year For the song For a While with um, Which is an amazing yeah. duet With uh, the lovely and talented uh, Ronda Vincent The great Ronda Vincent Yeah, how'd that pairing come about? Man, I tell you what uh, You know, I, well, I wrote a
0: song uh, I wrote the song for a while It was about 10 to 12 years ago I wrote that song with the, with a female artist By the name of Memory Gale mm-hmm. And, uh we wrote, we wrote that song, and all these years when I put this new album together, I was trying to find something to do a duet, you know, with, with somebody. And uh, my wife, Jennifer, had said, uh, you know, you ought to think about getting Rhonda Vincent, you know. And I said, uh, I said you know what? She's probably not going to do it. Uh-huh. I said, she's so busy on the road, she's probably not going to do it. And uh, I called her. Jennifer gave me her number. I called her, and she said, I would love to do it if you send me a copy of the song. I'll, I'll listen to the demo and if i like it i will do it so uh she listened to the demo i sent it to her and she loved the song she said count me in that's awesome and uh so but we we didn't get to go in the studio together to be able to uh to record together so what uh because she was so busy touring on the road that i cut everything here in nashville and then sent her the tracks but she was yeah. in missouri and she only had one day off wow. to be able to go in and cut those tracks and they did it and uh and then of course the magic came together in the studio and uh and I, I think it's a fantastic track. I mean, I, I think it really came out really, really well.
2: That's that's amazing. And on the Cowboy Way, also, you talked about uh, your wife, Jennifer, who, uh, uh, for, for folks listening, is also an uh, announcer for the Midnight Jamboree. Yep, yep. Uh, you got to work with her on this album. I
0: did, I did. She, she she helped me write some songs on here. So, yeah, the Cowboy Way, which was a song actually by her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wrote that song together because uh, she had come to me and uh, her dad was dying of pancreatic cancer at the time and uh, she came to me and she said you know it'd be nice if uh, you write a song about my dad and i was trying to come up with something that i could write about and so i went to her and i said you got to give me some more stuff that we can write about about your dad and and of course her dad was a cowboy you know he was a cowboy he grew up you know quarter horses and rodeo and bull rider and everything and so we just started writing the song and and uh you know, we came up with it, and uh, I'd never written a cowboy song in my entire life. This was the first cowboy song that I had ever written. And of course, the great Rex Allen Jr. Oh, yes. got to go to his studio and record this song over there at his studio, and put it all together. And uh, he played—he played acoustic on there, and, and uh, I think he kind of did most of all the instruments on this song, and uh, and it came out really, really nice. You know? A cool
2: fact about that song—it also was named the official theme song of the Gene Autry Museum Festival yes. in Oklahoma. Isn't that great? Wow! I mean, that's fantastic. You know, I would have never even dreamed
0: that one of my songs like that would be able. To, uh, be able to represent a big festival like that And uh, I'm actually going to be playing that in May That's exciting In May I'm going to be going over there And I'm going to be singing that song to
2: open up the festival Wow Great Gene Autry They didn't get any better than that, did they? No, it doesn't It does not And So you are from Freer, Texas Yeah Tell me a little bit about growing up in Freer and uh, some of the musical influences you had along the way. You know,
0: Freer was a small little town. Uh, I grew up about three thousand people. Uh, not much to do there. <laughs> we had one stoplight, and that was about it. And uh, but I was always in sports. I grew up a lot and ran in running, sports, playing football, baseball, all that kind of things. But um, I always tell everybody this story. Uh, and my cousin who uh, uh, who gave me my first guitar, he actually just passed away here uh, uh, about a month ago. But uh, at the time I would always go to his place And we played football And baseball And all kinds of stuff And I went over there one day And he was trying to Play this guitar And he's sitting there getting mad about it. You know, it's a brand new little guitar. And he said, I'm done with it. He threw it in the trash. He threw it in the trash. And I said, You're just going to throw it away? And he said, Yeah, I don't, I don't want it anymore. I can't play it anymore. I said, Well, you mind if I take it home? He said, I don't care. Whatever you want to do with it. So I grabbed it, ticket it home, and it changed my whole life. How about that, that day changed my whole life. Man, the world's all the better for it. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Who were some of your influences growing up? Well, I'd have to say, for sure, uh, The Great Earnest Tub. I yep. mean, The Great Earnest Tub, uh, Ray Price was another. Big hero of mine, Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. Uh, George Strait was another big hero of mine, Merle Haggard. Uh, I mean, I I can go on and on. Uh, Freddie Fender, Johnny Rodriguez. I mean, man, you can't get any better than those. Yeah, that's great. Johnny, uh,
2: you had a chance to work with him on this album. I
0: did, I did. Uh, We did Riding My Thumb to Mexico together on on this album, and uh, we actually cut that song. Uh, it was probably back in 2005, I think, was when we did it. Uh, he was here to do a show with me for the CMA Festival. And I said, Johnny, while you're here, why don't we go ahead and record together? He said, yeah, let's do it. So we went in, recorded the song. And I had actually, for this new album, I had actually wanted to re-record my vocals because I sound a whole lot younger than I than I do now. My voice is a whole lot deeper and not as high as it used to be. <laughs> and so when I, when I went in and, and, and cut it, uh... uh the guys in the studio told me they said, Hey look, when you do this new album, don't change your vocals. Just keep it keep it the way it is because that's history. It was history back then that what you guys did. And so I left it that way. And um uh I think I think it, it's it's just a, a great rendition because it doesn't have all the instrumentation. About it. It's just me and him on acoustic guitar. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and sometimes uh, that's all you need. He went into the studio that day. I'll never forget it, Brent. He went to the studio that day and he cut it in one take. Wow! And I was just sitting there going, wow. <laughs> And of course me It took me about Two or three times
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it turned out Amazing though So whatever it took It, it was well worth it Also on this album uh, You got to uh, Work with another pal of ours, Scott Southworth I did I uh, did Who just uh, Nabbed an Academy Of Western Artists Nomination of his own And is going to be Featured on an Upcoming Fast Track Episode yeah. so What was that Experience like Working with Scott Man Scott, Scott is a,
0: He's a fireball Man he's He's, a, he's one of those New guys uh, That just Man he loves Honky tonk music He's a Big traditionalist, he loves the, the all the history and country music, and and uh, and me and him hit it off. I mean, we, we've been friends now for for a couple years now, but we hit it off. And I was on his album. We did a song called "I Ain't Leaving Town," uh-huh. and uh, that 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 song also got a nomination by yeah. the AWA this year. Uh, uh, and uh, man, it's just it's it, he's one of those guys that just uh, you gotta love him, man. He puts on a great he's a great entertainer, uh-huh. great entertainer, yeah. great songwriter yeah. too.
2: Yes, and. Uh, Uh, I was kind of disappointed to see his show go away on WSM. I know, I know. kind of destination radio for me to be able to uh, uh, listen to all those great guests that he brought in to uh, just hear about the songwriting craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Country Music People Magazine recently also named your song, That's What Loving You Means, as it's Earworm of the Year. (laughs) You didn't see that one coming,
0: did you? I didn't see that one coming at all. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. You know, that song was one of the songs that uh, when I first moved into town uh, back in, in 98... Uh, I got signed by Arista Records When I I first came into town And I got to work with the great Jerry Crutchfield Who produced Tanya Tucker and a bunch of other people And uh, that was one of the songs that we got to go in And and do some demos on uh, For the Arista label Mm -hmm. And when I was thinking thinking back On on some of the songs that I I should do For this new album I kept thinking, I go, man, that's a great song That that we should put on there And uh, I, I co-wrote it with the great Brett Beavers Who produced uh, He produces Dirk Spintley now He mm-hmm. produces a lot of his records And uh So I said man I gotta go back And I gotta find something We found this song And, and uh I just think it fits me really well. It fits my vocal real well, you know. And it's just a fun song, and uh, people are seeming, seem, you know, really liking it out there right now on radio and stuff. So I, I think it's
2: doing gonna do very, very well, you know. And in your uh, career, you've got uh, songwriting credits by uh, Alan Jackson, George Strait, <laughs> Ronda Vincent, Ty Herndon, <laughs> and Johnny Rodriguez. And tell, tell us about the writing process, man. It, it, you know,
0: it's one of those things to where you know when I first moved into town, everybody always said, "You know, this is a writers' town," mm-hmm. and it is. It's a, it's a writer's town And when I first got into it, I just tried to write With anybody I could I mean just anybody I could And uh But the one True songwriter And artist That I got together Was Karen Staley mm-hmm. And we wrote a lot of songs together And uh She was the one That kind of opened up The doors for me Where I could get in With some of these Other songwriters And, and uh And try to make a name For myself as a songwriter And uh Man, I mean, I just try to, you got to fight and claw everything in this town to to do what you can, whether it's a song, whether it's, you know, getting a gig or anything. And, uh, you know, I always tell some of the young artists, too, you know, and that, man, you just got to keep, if, if, that, if this is what you love, you just got to go after it. Yeah. You know, don't let anybody tell you no, just go after it and, and do your thing, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what I've done my whole career. I've just tried to do whatever I can to scratch and claw and... And uh, and here I am.
2: Yeah, you know, proving that you can
0: still be a cowboy in Nashville. <laughs> That's right. You know, Jimmy C Newman, the great Jimmy C Newman. He told me we were good friends, and he always told me, "said Bobby, don't ever take that cowboy hat off." Yeah. He said, "Keep that cowboy." He said, "I don't want to ever see you. If I ever see you, and you're walking down the Opry uh, hallway here, and you don't have that cowboy hat on, you a cowboy hat on, you're gonna have to come and talk to me." <laughs> and so I never took that cowboy hat off ever again.
2: <laughs> so, what's uh, on the agenda for 2019 for Bobby Marquez? Man, we're putting we're putting all of our shows together right now.
0: Uh, we're going to be going to Texas uh, Doing some shows out in Texas Of course we're going to be going to Oklahoma To the Gene Autry uh, uh, Festival out there And uh, like I said We're just going to try to go out there And try to promote this album And, and try to you know, get things going with this thing Get, get the new single out there Which uh, we're going to start pushing Honky Tonk The song Honky Tonk is going to be my next single And we're going to try to get that out there And try to just try to work it You know Man Exciting times It is It's very very exciting I'm, I'm, I'm really really excited Because it, it It took me a long time To, to get this new album done But we've, it's finally here and, mm-hmm. and I'm just so proud of it And uh, you, you
2: uh, Along with Jennifer Really are uh, Aggressive on the uh, Social media And that's really Opening <laughs> yeah. up some doors For you hasn't it to be Yeah to
0: you know, know. It, It's one of those things To where uh you know, uh, uh, I'm not too good at social media on my, on my, on my own end, but my wife is. She, she's always on social media doing a lot of things, and uh, and uh, we make a great team together. You know,
2: man, that's awesome to have. Isn't it? <laughs> it is, it really is. And uh, we ought to mention too. Uh, you can check out more on his, uh, tour dates and uh, music and so forth at BobbyMarquez.com. Uh, the revamped, the revamped, new look, BobbyMarquez.com. <laughs> Make sure you catch that. Also, Facebook.com forward slash Bobby Marquez Music. And on Twitter, Marquez Bobby and also look for him on YouTube and uh, make sure you look for him though get, get, get out there and check out some great great country music uh, just tra- traditional western amazing music bobby yeah. thank, you so, thank much you so much for, for having taking me. the time to uh, to talk to us here and uh, uh, we're going to let you step away and get mic'd up and we're going to hear some of that music right now here from the legendary ernest hub record shop in nashville tennessee mm-hmm.
0: off of my last album, and uh, this is a song that uh, that I wrote. And I also got to do a duet with the great Johnny Rodriguez on it. So I'm gonna do it for you. it's a fun song. Kind of take you out to the beach. It's a little song called Neon Tan. <laughs> Right there. You know, I grew up uh, in my home state of Texas, and uh, growing up in Texas, I always loved the honky-tonk music, and Ray Price was a big, big hero of mine, and so I always go back and try to do some of my honky-tonk music every time I do some stuff live, and this was a song that was off of my last album, uh, it's entitled Beer Pressure, it's just a fun song, I'm going to do that for you. Asking me where I'm at.
2: Great Western sounds of Bobby Marquez, live from the stage of the Ernest Tubb Record Shop in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. We want to thank Bobby for being a guest on Fast Line Fast Track. On the next episode of Fast Line Fast Track, we're off to Orlando, Florida for Commodity Classic 2019, where we'll talk to exhibitors and launch a new partnership with our friends at Case IH. We'll also take you back to the Ernest Tubb Record Shop for music from legendary Grand Ole Opry artist T. Graham Brown. So be sure to join us and bring along a friend. You've been listening to Fastline Fast Track, presented by Fastline Media Group. To learn more
1: about Fastline's customer focused marketing solutions, visit fastlinemediagroup.com and check out our brand websites fastline.com, bigag.com, and pinktractor.com. If you have topic suggestions for future podcasts, drop us a line at brent.adams at fastline.com.
8: Yeah.